If you love the History Extra podcast, make sure you follow us to keep up to date and get all the latest episodes. Thanks for your support, and I do hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to the History Extra podcast from BBC History magazine. We're the UK's best-selling history magazine, available from all good news agents or via subscription. Check out our latest subscription deals at historyextra.com forward slash subscribe. The magazine is also now available on many digital devices, including the iPad, iPhone, Kindle, Kindle Fire, Google Play, Kobo and Zinio. Look out for us in your app store or newsstand or find out more at historyextra.com forward slash digital. Now, just before we begin our annual Christmas quiz, we have a short advertisement break. Do you know a child who's learning to read or about to start? We have just the thing for little learners to support them along the way, the Alpha Blocks Reading Programme. Perfect for children in reception year or to give a head start to younger children, the programme makes learning to read easy and fun. You will get 15 activity-packed magazines and tons of resources to build phonics skills, from recognising sounds and letters to reading stories and rhymes, all delivered to your door. There are Alpha Blocks games, letter tiles, flashcards, stickers, gold stars, a pencil case and a certificate to reward your child or grandchild once they've completed the programme. Anchored in the early years curriculum, the Alpha Blocks reading programme provides a comprehensive step-by-step approach and is easy to use for parents and children alike, helping you both to have fun and feel confident. Give the gift of reading this Christmas with a special offer of £10 off. Go to joinarp.co.uk and enter the code HISTORY10 at the checkout to redeem your £10 discount. Visit facebook.com forward slash alphabloxarp for T's and C's. Offer ends 11th of Jan 2015. Okay, hello and welcome to the BBC History Magazine 2014 Christmas Podcast Quiz. I'm Rob Attar, the editor of the magazine, and today I'm joined in the studio by uh, Matthew Elfton and Charlie Ho-Ho-Hodgman. We've got four rounds for you today. Um, we'll read out all the questions first of all, and then we'll go through the answers. hope you all do very well. We'll start off with round one. 12 days of Christmas, and we'll take it in turns to read through the questions, and there are 12 questions in this round. So I will start off. Question one. What did British surgeon Richard Partridge fail to spot upon examining Giuseppe Garibaldi in 1862? Was it A, a bullet lodged in his ankle, B, a biscuit lodged in his throat, or C, an earwig lodged in his ear? Question two. Picasso's first dove of peace, chosen as the emblem for the first International Peace Conference in Paris in 1949, was based on a picture of a pigeon given to him by which of the following famous figures? 
Is it A, Gertrude Stein, B, Henri Matisse, or C, Jean Cocteau? Question three. 17th century English soldier Richard Pike accused the Spanish of fighting like pullets after they accused the English of fighting like what? Is it A, children, B, hens, or C, clowns? Question four. Molly Lee, known as the Burslem Witch, was accused of using her pet animal to turn beer sour. Which animal was it? Was it A, a cat, B, a raven, or C, a blackbird? Question five. According to Norse mythology, what drips from Odin's magical ring drop near? Is it A, tears, B, exact replicas of the original ring, or C, the blood of the slain? Question six. John Henry Anderson was Queen Victoria's favourite magician and one of the first people to pull a rabbit from a hat. Victoria's favourite trick, however, was when Anderson pulled a goose from which of the following? Is it A, a magical scrapbook, B, a dustbin, or C, her ear? Question seven. Anna Pavlova, creator of the role of the dying swan, kept pet swans on the ornamental lake at a house in which location? Was it A, St Petersburg, B, New York City, or C, Golders Green? Question eight. Charles II kept cows at his palaces to provide a kind of syllabub known as hatted kit, in which cows are milked directly into which drink? Is it A, wine, B, treacle, or C, beer? Question nine. Edgar Degas began sculpting figures of ballerinas after which of these events? Is it A, a trip to the opera, B, his eyesight began to fail, or C, meeting Anna Pavlova? Question ten. In 1836, the Duke became the first horse to win which race? Was it A, the Derby, B, the St Ledger, or C, the Grand National? Question 11. What do British King Edward VIII, Jonathan Davis, frontman of new metal band Korn, and Waffen-SS commander Felix Steiner have in common? Is it A, they were all born in Dortmund, B, they all play the bagpipes, or C, they all collected dolls? And finally in this round, question 12. Drummer Thomas Flynn of the 64th Regiment of Foot holds what Victoria Cross record? Is it A, he was the joint youngest ever to win it, B, he was the oldest ever to win it, or C, he was the only drummer ever to win it? Thank you for that, Matt. I hope everyone at home has got 12 out of 12 so far. We're now going to move on to round two, and the subject of this round is Christmas presents. So question one... In December 1917, David Lloyd George described what as a Christmas present for the nation? Was it A, General Edmund Allenby's capture of Jerusalem? Was it B, the first Norwegian spruce to be set up in Trafalgar Square? Or C, Princess Mary's gift boxes? Question two. Which of these paintings did Prince Albert give to Queen Victoria as her Christmas present? Was it A, the Laughing Cavalier? B, when did you last see your father? Or C, haymaking at Priory Park near Rygate? Question three. Martin Hope Sutton received a Christmas present from Queen Victoria every year after he performed what deed? Is it A, supplied seeds to the gardens at Windsor and Osborne? B, took the first photograph of the Queen? Or C, threw his cloak over a puddle she was about to step in? OK, question four. What gift did Army General William T. Sherman give President Lincoln for Christmas 1864? Was it A, socks, B, the city of Savannah, Georgia, or C, his best hat? 
Question five. Who received 18 Mickey Mouse cartoons for Christmas in 1937? Was it A, Charlie Chaplin, B, Adolf Hitler, or C, Walt Disney? And question six. What did the Duke of Northumberland send Lighthouse Keeper's daughter Grace Darling for Christmas 1838? Is it A, a carriage, B, a medal, or C, a Macintosh? Okay, so that concludes round two. We now come on to round three. This one is on the subject of ice. Question one. 1814 was the last time that what winter wonder was witnessed in London? Was it A, a public execution by exposure, B, a frost fair on the Thames, or C, a snowball fight among parliamentarians? Question two. In 19th century southern Louisiana, Santa Claus was said to travel on a canoe pulled by eight of which animal? Was it A, alligators, B, eagles, or C, bears? Question three. Which of these killed Winter Wonderland lyricist Dick Smith? Was it A, a white shark, B, the white death, or C, white mischief? Question four. When did the last ice age end? Was it A, 10,000 years ago, B, 50,000 years ago, or C, it's still with us. Question five. The 1965 film Dr Zhivago was filmed in summer in Spain. How did they create the snow and ice that covers the landscapes of the film? Was it A, with a snowblower, B, with hot wax doused in iced water, or C, with polystyrene packaging? And question six. What did 3,000 Austrian soldiers bring to the Winter Olympics of 1964? Was it A, snow, B, blankets, or C, glue vine? That's the end of round three. We now come on to our fourth and final round, which is on toys and decorations. Question one. Which Christmas favourite started life in the engine room of a US warship in 1943? Was it A, Transformers, B, Slinky, or C, My Little Pony? Question two. Which Christmas dinner regular started life as Bangs of Expectation in 1860? Was it A, Crackers, B, Party Poppers, or C, Party Blowers? Question three. Which playful material began as a failed attempt to make synthetic rubber? Is it A, Play-Doh, B, Silly Putty, or C, Plasticine? OK, question four. Invented by Frank Hornby, which toy originally went under the name Mechanics Made Easy? Was it A, Jublo, B, Meccano, or C, Dinky Toys? Question five. Invented in 1882 by Edward Johnson, which development dramatically reduced the number of Christmas fires? Was it A, flame retardant brandy, B, fire extinguishers, or C, electric tree lights? Question six. Made from lead until the 1960s, which Christmas decoration originated in Nuremberg in the early 17th century? Is it A, tinsel, B, baubles, or C, fairies? OK, so that actually completes the quiz. We've gone through all of the rounds there. So your total score will be out of 30. So we're now going to go through the answers to the questions. We'll start off with round one, 12 days of Christmas. And here, of course, every question had a connection to one of the days of Christmas in the popular song. So question one was, what did British surgeon Richard Partridge fail to spot upon examining Giuseppe Garibaldi in 1862. The answer to that was A, a bullet lodged in his ankle. Partridge wrongly believed the bullet was out, causing Garibaldi to develop sepsis. His leg was only saved when French surgeon Auguste Nelaton 
located the bullet and an Italian surgeon then removed it. Question number two, Picasso's first dove of peace, chosen as the emblem for the first International Peace Conference in Paris in 1949, was based on a picture of a pigeon given to him by which of the following famous figures? The answer was B, Henri Matisse. Picasso's great friend and rival, Henri Matisse, gave him a picture of a common pigeon, which he used as the basis for his famous dove of peace. Question three, 17th century English soldier Richard Pike accused the Spanish of fighting like pullets after they accused the English of fighting like what? And the answer was B, hens. After Richard Pike was captured by the Spanish, he became infuriated when he heard the British compared to hens. Pike made a counter-taunt that the Spanish fought like pullets, which led him to accept a hand-to-hand contest with a Spanish champion, using rapiers and daggers. Having disarmed his opponent, Pike then offered to fight as many as six Spaniards using a quarterstaff. Six presented themselves, and he proceeded to kill one and disarm the others. OK, so question four. Molly Lee, known as the Burslem Witch, was accused of using her pet animal to turn beer sour. Which animal was that? Well, the answer was, in fact, C, Blackbird. Molly Lee had a pet blackbird, which she was accused of using to turn beer sour. In the English version of The Twelve Days of Christmas, there are four collie birds. In other words, blackbirds, and not four calling birds. Question five. According to Norse mythology, what drips from Odin's magical ring, Dropnir? The answer was B. Exact replicas of the original ring. Dropnir dropped eight identical gold rings from the original every ninth day, making it the gift that just keeps on giving. Question six. John Henry Anderson was Queen Victoria's favourite magician and one of the first people to pull a rabbit from a hat. Victoria's favourite trick, however, was when Anderson pulled a goose from which of the following? The answer is A, a magical scrapbook. Anderson was one of the greatest magicians of his day, although he always preferred to think of himself as an actor. His book, The Fashionable Science of Parlour Magic, published in 1843, ran to 250 editions. Question seven. Anna Pavlova, creator of the role of the dying swan kept pet swans on the ornamental lake at a house in which location, and this was actually C, Golders Green. Pavlova is best known for creating the role of the dying swan, a solo choreographed for her by Michelle Fokin. The ballet, created in 1905, was Dance de la Signe. Apologies to any ballet fans, I've mispronounced that. The penultimate movement of Camille Sanson's The Carnival of the Animals. Question eight. Charles II kept cows at his palaces to provide a kind of syllabub known as hatted kit, in which cows are milked directly into which drink? The answer was A, wine. Hatted kit was a syllabub, which is wine mixed with a frothy cream. Apparently the best way to achieve a good froth was to spray milk straight from the udder into the wine. Question nine. Edgar Degas began sculpting figures of ballerinas after which of these events? And the answer was B, his eyesight began to fail. Degas took up sculpture as his sense of touch was, he felt, better than his failing eyesight. OK, so question 10. In 1836, the Duke became the first horse to win which race? The answer to this is C, the Grand National. And the clue here is that the other two are flat races and that this is the Lord's a leaping question. Question 11. What do British King Edward VIII, Jonathan Davis, frontman of new metal band Korn, and Waffen SS commander Felix Steiner have in common? The answer was B, they all played the bagpipes. Edward VIII was a competent bagpipe player, but this didn't amuse his father, George V, who once remarked to him after a recital, Don't do it again. My advice to you is to leave this art to the Highlanders. They know what they're doing. And question 12, drummer Thomas Flynn of the 64th Regiment of Foot holds what Victoria Cross record? The answer is A, he was the joint youngest ever to win it. 
Despite winning the VC at 15 years in three months, as did Andrew Fitzgibbon, Flynn was court-martialed 14 or 15 times and later became an alcoholic, dying in the workhouse. Right, that's the end of round one. We come on now to the answers for round two on Christmas presents. And question one. In December 1917, David Lloyd George described what as a Christmas present for the nation? And the answer was A, General Edmund Allenby's capture of Jerusalem. The Battle for Jerusalem marked the British Empire's final objective in the Southern Palestine Offensive against the Ottoman Empire during the Sinai and Palestine campaign of the First World War. Question two. Which of these paintings did Prince Albert give to Queen Victoria as her Christmas present? The answer was C. Haymaking at Priory Park near Rygate. Albert was not known for his imaginative gift-giving. Haymaking at Priory Park near Rygate by Charles Davidson is a gloomy watercolour of peasants cutting hay in a field. It is still in the Royal Collection. Question 3. Martin Hope Sutton received a Christmas present from Queen Victoria every year after he performed what deed? The answer was A. Supplied seeds to the gardens at Windsor and Osborne. Seedsman Martin Sutton was asked to supply seeds to the royal household in 1858. The Queen was so delighted, she sent him a present every year from then on. Question 4. What gift did Army General William T. Sherman give President Lincoln for Christmas 1864? And the answer was B, the city of Savannah, Georgia. This was the culmination of Sherman's March to the Sea, which ended with his telegram to the President reading, I beg to present you as a Christmas gift the city of Savannah with 150 guns and plenty of ammunition and also about 25,000 bales of cotton. Question 5. Who received 18 Mickey Mouse cartoons for Christmas in 1937? The answer was B. Adolf Hitler. Goebbels gave Hitler the cartoons along with 30 feature films from the previous four years. Question 6. What did the Duke of Northumberland send Lighthouse Keeper's daughter Grace Darling for Christmas 1838? The answer was C. A Macintosh. This was one of the first sets of the new waterproof clothing from Charles Macintosh of Glasgow. OK, we now come to the answers for round three. This round was themed about ice. Question 1. 1814 was the last time that what winter wonder was witnessed in London? It was B. A frost fair on the Thames. Between the 17th and 19th centuries, during the period known as the Little Ice Age, the Thames often froze over in winter and fairs could be held on the ice. With a warming climate, the embanking of the river and the replacement of London Bridge with a bridge with wider arches, the increased rate of flow meant the Thames never froze to this degree again. Question 2. In 19th century southern Louisiana, Santa Claus was said to travel on a canoe pulled by eight of which animal? The answer was A. Alligators. One of the Cajun traditions of the bayou of southern Louisiana is that Santa travels on a pirogue, the traditional Cajun fishing skiff pulled by alligators. Question 3. Which of these killed Winter Wonderland lyricist Dick Smith? The answer was B. The White Death. Tragically, Dick Smith wrote the words of A White Christmas while in the West Mountain Sanatorium in Pennsylvania, dying of tuberculosis, known as the White Death. Question 4. When did the last Ice Age end? Well, apparently it's C. It's still with us. Technically, we are still living in an Ice Age as there are still ice sheets in the Arctic, Antarctic and Greenland. This Ice Age began 2.6 million years ago. Question 5. The 1965 film Dr Zhivago was filmed in summer in Spain. But how did they create the snow and ice that covers the landscapes of the film? The answer was B. With hot wax doused in iced water. 
Film production designer John Box, who was born in 1920 and died in 2005, earned the nickname The Magician when he was required to recreate Russian winter scenes for the film Dr Zhivago in summertime Spain. He created his snow and ice by bathing scenes in hot white wax and then suddenly freezing them with cold water. And question six. What did 3,000 Austrian soldiers bring to the Winter Olympics of 1964? The answer is A. Snow. Due to a shortage of snow at the 1964 Winter Olympics in Innsbruck, Austria, 3,000 Austrian troops were detailed to move 20,000 ice bricks from a mountaintop and transport them to the bobsled and luge runs. They also carried 40,000 cubic metres of snow to the alpine skiing courses. OK, so that's the end of round three. We come now to the fourth and final round, which was on toys and decorations. Question one was which Christmas favourite started life in the engine room of a US warship in 1943? The answer there was B, Slinky. Richard James, a naval engineer, got the idea for the Slinky in 1943 while working in Philadelphia's Cramp Shipyard using torsion springs to dampen vibrations in equipment in warship engine rooms. Question two, which Christmas dinner regular started life as Bangs of Expectation in 1860? The answer was A, crackers. Baker Tom Smith got the idea for crackers during a trip to Paris, where he saw elaborately wrapped bonbons. He invented the snap in 1860 and introduced the modern cracker the same year. Question three. Which playful material began as a failed attempt to make synthetic rubber? The answer was B, silly putty. Silly putty cited life as a failure of wartime experimentation. Designed to replace natural rubber, the material flowed too freely to be of any use. It was only after the war that a New York toy shop owner saw a use for the discarded putty. Question four was invented by Frank Hornby. Which toy originally went under the name Mechanics Made Easy? Well, that was B, Meccano. Frank Hornby came up with Jublo train sets, Dinky Toys and Meccano, but it was Meccano that started out as Mechanics Made Easy. Question 5. Invented in 1882 by Edward Johnson, which development dramatically reduced the number of Christmas fires? It was C. Electric tree lights. Before 1882, Christmas trees were traditionally lit with real candles. The combination of tinder-dry pine needles and naked flames could lead to potentially catastrophic fires. Johnson worked for the Edison General Electric Company and his first electric tree not only had lights, but also revolved. And question six. Made from lead until the 1960s, which Christmas decoration originated in Nuremberg in the early 17th century? The answer was A, tinsel. Until the 1960s, tinsel was often made with lead as it didn't tarnish. Growing health concerns led it to be phased out after this date. The original German tinsel, meanwhile, was made of real silver foil. Okay, so that was the end of this year's Christmas quiz. Do get in touch to let us know how you did by posting on our Facebook or Twitter pages. The questions were set by Justin Pollard, who is an author and historical advisor who works on QI, among other programmes. You can keep up with him on Twitter via at Justin Pollard. And just before we go, here's a reminder that you still have a week to get hold of our Christmas edition. Inside this month's magazine, you'll find articles on Mary Tudor, kamikaze pilots, English settlers in America, female pharaohs, and a whole lot more. You can get hold of it now in all good newsagents and in our many digital formats. And you've also got just a week to go to take advantage of our special Christmas subscription offer. If you're in the UK, you'll get to choose a free history book when you subscribe to the print edition, including new accounts of the Wars of the Roses, 
Thomas Cromwell and Waterloo. To take advantage of this deal, please visit historyextra.com forward slash subscribe. And we're also running a very special digital offer over the festive period. From now until New Year's Day, we have reduced the price of every single issue of the magazine on the iPad, iPhone, Kindle Fire and Google Play to just 99 pence or 99 cents each. So if you own one of those devices and you'd like to pick up some of these magazines for a very low price, then just look out for BBC History magazine in your app store or newsstand now. And as I said, the offer will end on New Year's Day, so make sure you take advantage of it before then. Sticking with digital, we've also just launched a new mini guide to the Tudors for the iPhone and iPad, which tells the story of this fascinating dynasty through 50 moments that mattered most. Look out for that in the BBC History magazine app. And that really is all for this episode, and indeed this year. We hope that all our listeners have a very enjoyable Christmas and New Year break. We'll be back on Friday the 2nd of January with an episode that explores the afterlife of Mein Kampf and the early career of Joseph Stalin. Do join us for that. between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.